0: Welcome back to Nothing Really Matters. I'm your host Celine. As I'm recording this, I just spent the last couple weeks visiting home. If you guys don't know, I was in Vancouver and I've been spending time with family, but also spending a lot of time reflecting in my head, which has a lot of benefits, obviously, with the year wrapped up for 2023 and now us Heading into a new year, I wanted to take a lot of time to just let myself reflect on everything and also think about some of the things that have been weighing on my mind. One of the things that has come up repeatedly even before the end of the year was around this feeling of being behind and I've talked to some people about this actually around the sense of not having achieved the things that maybe we thought we should have by this point in our lives. Or looking to other people and seeing certain things being achieved and then feeling like we are falling behind in life because we aren't at the same place as others. So that's what we're diving into in this episode, the sense of feeling like we're behind in life and also how I've come to appreciate where I'm at in my own timeline and learning to embrace what makes us individual instead of feeling like we have to be at the same place as others around us. (laughs) What do I mean when I talk about the feeling of being behind? I've had a couple coffee dates recently and within the conversations I've had, there was this shared sentiment of seeing others doing things or hitting these milestones, but not having achieved those things ourselves, feeling as if we're not up to par with the peers in our lives. One example of this is on a coffee date that I had, a friend of mine was sharing how a lot of their peers and people they know from high school that are the same age as them are now buying houses and, you know, showing off their new homes. But they themselves aren't in that same place and then feeling as if that's something that's missing and that they should be there. For myself, I have not experienced as many weddings or seen as many engagements as I have up until this point in my life. I will say, if you guys don't know, I am currently 26 years old, but really the point of this whole episode is how unimportant I think things like your age are when it comes to doing certain things. As much as I don't want to personally focus on my age, I think it does have an influence on suddenly seeing people more and more doing certain things in their lives. And with that, it's very easy to look at your own life and question when certain things might happen for you. One of the biggest learnings from last year and something I've thought a lot about as I've reflected on 2023 is this idea that, you know, there's one right way to do things or you're supposed to do things because of what other people expect of you. Even as I talk about certain topics, I just want to make clear that if you feel like certain things are for you that you want and you are my age, and I personally don't want that for myself as I'm talking about it, that in no way means that I don't support that. I think there are so many unique factors in our own individual lives so I just want to make that clear as I see people's accomplishments it makes me so happy especially people that I genuinely care for in my life being able to celebrate these moments I am more so focused on this idea that because of seeing people doing these things that we feel like we have to or that we should be or comparing and feeling bad about where we're at when it comes to certain things I've come to realize there's a few influences that attribute to this feeling of being behind. I mentioned a couple already, but let's dive into it. I think really understanding what is attributing to these feelings can help us overcome feeling behind in life. When I think about the influences for myself that impact how I compare my progress or try to measure my success, without a doubt, one of the biggest influences is social media and especially because of how prominent it is in our lives and society that we see highlight reels more than ever now and oftentimes that's based around the best moments, achievements, milestones. This can really skew our perceptions especially when it seems like the things that we see on social media are such perfect moments and then we compare to our own lives which in reality all have imperfections or don't always include the biggest milestones. Anytime that someone gets engaged, you know that you're seeing a ring on Instagram or anytime that someone has a home, you know that there's going to be a photo of a key and that's really exciting and I'm sure when that happens for me, I'm going to do it too but it's the fact that it's not so easy for the audience, which includes you and me and a bunch of people that can't always take that moment to separate appreciating someone's achievement or what is going on in their life with what is happening in our own lives and instead... Whether it's subconsciously or not, it's like something clicks in the back of your head and you suddenly think, oh, wait a minute, I went to high school with Susie and they already have a mansion that they bought? No way, why don't I have that? Another big influence is just society and cultural milestones and timelines in general. There are definitely certain expectations that come with societal norms that can end up dictating what we believe to be a standard timeline for these major life events that's what I honestly based a lot of my previous planning around when it came to achievements in my career education marriage starting a family I've alluded to this in previous episodes but I used to be a huge planner and I had written out this like five to ten year plan honestly originally I think I had expected I would have been married by now with kids And that was like the North Star for me that my whole life was revolved around that. And then having some sort of C-suite title by the time I was a certain age, where did that motivation come from? I'm not really sure. When I look back, I don't have any issues with the motivation I had to achieve those things, it's the fact that I put such specific dates and ages when I thought I needed to have achieved those things. And honestly, it feels very arbitrary to me now that I look back at it. And a lot of it was based on things that I saw other people doing who I had deemed as being successful. Yet, when I look back at it, I also know a lot of people that I have so much respect for who didn't follow such a timeline. So... That leads me to another influence is peers or potentially parasocial peers, which are really influenced celebrities, people that we see on our feeds and stuff. And without even realizing they have become an influence within our lives or people that we might actually know within friend groups or you know relatives and stuff, seeing people around us. That kind of ties into what I mentioned around social media but I think there's a different layer when we have some sort of connection or feel some sort of connection to a person because you might not even realize but you can subconsciously start to put someone on a pedestal that you have a lot of respect for and because of that the things that they're doing feels like what you should be doing. There were a couple previous managers that I had that I thought were so badass and I wanted to be like them so badly as much as I appreciate having positive influences I don't want to ever let that skew what I think I should have and lead me to forget my own values because you can be so similar to somebody, but that doesn't mean that you are going to want the same things, even among friends. And the last thing that's influenced my perceptions of being behind or what success looks like is I think there's been more of this glorification of wealth and materialism because of such a constant exposure to people's success stories or seeing how certain people that are in the upper class pretty affluent having xyz that you might want Seeing that and putting that on a pedestal can certainly warp what you view as success. And I started to realize this because there was a point in my life when I was working a minimum wage job, I was in such a happy mental space that I told myself, no matter what, if I can feel as happy as I do now, it doesn't matter how much money I'm making. If I can cover off the essentials for me to live my life and I'm in a good space mentally and I have a roof over my head, I don't need all the money in the world. And I recently came back to the same feeling because through the following years after I felt that way working my minimum wage job, there were a lot of influences and I'd seen a lot of success stories of people that were all about the hustle and then suddenly having these huge salaries and there was just so much emphasis on How amazing your life could be if you made this much money. At a point, I had known someone who had told me they achieved a certain salary by the age of 30. I remember thinking, wow, that's so sick that they achieved that and all the things that come with having a certain salary is something that was just so desired because I was seeing a lot of glorification of it. I'm not going to say that money doesn't matter because it does in today's society, but because of how much it's prioritized, I think, and the certain lifestyle or aesthetic around a certain class or making a certain amount of money, we forget that there's other ways that you can be happy and there's other ways that you can feel success and it's not attached to a certain salary or a certain monetary value. But instead, unfortunately, sometimes that leads to people feeling like they're behind if they haven't yet hit that number on their paycheck or they don't have the same luxury that others do. There are so many other culprits to comparison or feeling like you're behind, but those are just a few that I've personally experienced and I know most of you can probably relate to. It is just so easy to look at others and then feel like we're falling short. But as cliche as it is, a quote that has always resonated with me is, comparison is the thief of joy. There are so many things that we forget to appreciate because we're looking at what other people are doing and then forgetting the things that we've overcome and so many things that we should be celebrating, even if it doesn't look like what other people are doing. To build on the idea of being behind, I think there is this association with being successful as having things that I mentioned like a house, a ring on your hand, a certain salary or title in your career. And for some reason, those things become the definition of success. But a big part of getting over this feeling of being behind is being able to redefine what success means for you individually. And it's not always about a big house or a nice car, fancy job title. I really had to let go of what I held on to in terms of The definition of success, especially as I decided to take a hiatus from work over the last few months and I had to prioritize myself. There was a bunch of other things that I'm not gonna get into because you might have heard already through my explanation of this journey, quote unquote journey, around deciding to leave my job. That was a title that I had worked really hard for and it felt like the pinnacle of my career success. I also had a lot of financial goals attached to the job that I decided to leave. But those were things I had to make peace with letting go of in order to focus on things that were more important to me in this period of my life. And it was an internal conflict, to be honest, because the things that I had attached to that job made me feel like I was doing all the right things. But there were still other parts of my life that are just as important, if not more important, that I couldn't really work on without giving myself this time to have a break. So as I came to that decision and over the months that I haven't been working, my previous idea of success doesn't really exist anymore for myself. Again, not to say that others that might continue in the path that I was on are wrong or anything. It was just not for me at this current moment. And instead, I wanted to really focus on things like my mental health, things like just remembering who I was outside of a title or who I was outside of my salary that accidentally got really deep. Even without having a sudden drastic change like leaving your job, I think having conversations honestly with yourself about what you deem as successful and why is really, really valuable. A lot of things that I had attached with this idea of success weren't really based on the things that I value as a person. It was based off of all the factors and influences that we just talked about. But we don't always give ourselves the time to really think about the things that matter to ourselves and instead subconsciously or just you know even consciously, things that influence us in our day-to-day, it suddenly starts to mold what we view as success. I really encourage you to use this time if you're thinking about 2024 or you're just potentially in this space of feeling behind in life to give yourself the room to reflect on your perspectives on things and consider your own values As a person, outside of what you're seeing other people doing, where you see your life truly outside of what societal norms are, and let yourself focus on that. Some people might disagree, but I think success is subjective. And when I was in a place that I wanted to achieve a certain salary or I wanted to push for a certain job title, those were things that I saw other people doing and felt that I needed to do in order to be at the same place as them because I didn't want to be behind. But were those things that I really wanted for myself that I felt would bring me this fulfillment or happiness that I actually wanted? I never really stopped to think about it. And if those are things that you genuinely want and you feel so passionate about, then that's amazing and you're on the right path. But if they aren't, then that's okay too. And I think that's what this whole exercise is really for is to just let yourself journal, let yourself reflect. In addition to self-reflection and journaling, there's a couple other practical ways of helping yourself reshape this idea of success that I wanted to chat about. One that I think is important is expanding your feed beyond the people that you might currently follow or you know, your circle of influences. Because if you only follow and talk to people that are all doing the same things, it's really hard to wrap our heads around any other way of going about life. Again, there is a balance of absorbing, you know, potential stories or perspectives of other people's versus letting that dictate what you wanna do with your life, but just giving yourself the opportunity to hear other perspectives can also help you reflect on what you want for yourself. And that's not really possible if every single person that you follow on Instagram is living in a mansion or going on vacations every weekend. Another big piece that has helped me overcome this feeling of being behind is practicing gratitude. It really goes back to forgetting sometimes all the things that we have in our own lives, the things that we worked for, even if it's not the same as other people, can really help shift your perspective on what you think you lack versus what you have actually achieved. By practicing these things, I've come to define my own goals, which are personal as goals should be, and look to that as how I want to measure success for myself, which is independent from what other people are doing and societal norms. And that really ladders up to one of the main things that I hope resonates as you're listening is there's really no set timeline for life's milestones, except for the ones that we put onto ourselves. One of the last things I wanted to talk about is mindset and letting ourselves shift from a mindset where we might feel like we're lacking something and instead recognize the abundance that we do have. I mentioned the comparison around marriage and seeing people getting engaged or seeing people have kids and stuff. And you know, when I think about marriage, I do have my personal perspectives on marriage and weddings. And I've always been confident in the ways that I feel about these topics. But then recently with more and more people that I know getting engaged, and also married, I started to feel like I was the one that's crazy or behind when compared to the friends that I know or people in my life. Isn't that crazy though? Because up until you see certain things, it might not even cross your mind as something that you want. But then because you might subconsciously register something as being successful or aspirational, that you suddenly have this feeling that you're behind. And I had to check myself. But when it comes to mindset shifts... And I think of this situation in particular, I look at the relationship that I have with my boyfriend and the years that we've had together. I just don't feel there's any hurry. Again, that's really around my own perspective on marriage. I understand there are so many different circumstances, like religion might play a role for some, but in my own personal circumstances, it's not a huge priority for me. But seeing a lot of other people doing it, it is kind of like a bit of FOMO. FOMO is natural. I think it's a little different if you see FOMO because everyone else has a Stanley cup and you don't versus everyone else is making a huge life decision and you're not. It reminds me of a few videos I've watched of a YouTuber, Timothy Ward. He talks a lot about people's paths in life and not feeling like you have to do what everyone else is doing. When we think about people having a favorite color, there are so many different options and that's something so arbitrary so when we think about people's decisions and what they want to achieve in their life that is even more important how can we not have different perspectives on things like this i think i just went on a bit of a tangent but going back to the mindset shift thinking about people that are now purchasing homes and feeling like that's something that i should have achieved by now because i had a goal of it previously i am so grateful for the home that we can live in and it goes back to practicing gratitude I realize it can be easier said than done sometimes when it comes to not comparing ourselves or prioritizing practicing gratitude and I'm not saying that I always do this or I remember to do this because like I said there have been times that I caught myself slipping and start to have these intrusive thoughts of comparison and feeling like I'm behind but if you are feeling that way just know that you are not behind you are exactly where you need to be I know that's cliche But just trust that not everything you see from the outside among the people that you might compare yourself to is always what it seems beneath the surface. And what's more important is that you have your own definition of success and that's what you're working towards besides comparing to societal norms or letting yourself talk yourself down and forget about all that you have achieved because I know that we have all achieved and overcome so much that we often forget about. I hope you guys are having a great start to 2024. Thank you for tuning in to the second episode of the year. I hope this episode has brought you some comfort and potentially provided some ideas of how to overcome this idea of feeling behind. Thank you again for listening and I'll catch you in the next one.